the wonder of transformation on this episode of Grace and Growth. Welcome to the Grace and Growth Podcast, a ministry of First Baptist Church Shelbina that connects faith, community, and the Word of God. I'm your host, Pastor Caleb. And whether you're a devoted believer seeking spiritual nourishment or someone curious to learn more about Christianity, this podcast is a place for you to find guidance, encouragement, and a sense of belonging. So grab your Bible, open your heart, and join us on the sacred journey of discovery. Welcome to Grace and Growth, where we strive to strengthen our faith one episode at a time. Today, we continue on our trek into the book of Acts as we learn about the early church and the lessons that they have for us today as individual believers and as the local church. And this time from Acts chapter 2, verses 14 through 36. Here we witness the transformation of Peter from a timid disciple to a bold preacher, one who is empowered by the Holy Spirit. And as he stands before a bewildered crowd and delivers a message that not only explains the extraordinary events of Pentecost— but also proclaims the life and death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And so as we dive into this passage here, the first we can see is that there is great boldness in the Spirit. I want you to to notice the dramatic change in Peter. That this Peter is the same Peter who had denied Jesus before the crucifixion, who was afraid even of a little child who would be associating Jesus with, or Peter with Jesus. Uh, but now he is one who is standing before crowds of literally thousands of people, boldly declaring the truth of Christ. This kind of transformation is a testament to the power of the Holy Spirit that comes over the life of an individual. Uh, that the Holy Spirit truly changes us, uh, that, that it conquers our fears to where we are, are no longer worried uh, about others in the same way that we were before. And it reminds us that really that through the Holy Spirit, our weakness can be turned into strengths and that our fears can be replaced with courage. Uh, Even in my own life, this is a testimony. Uh, Here, you know, I was certainly a very quiet individual and still have that that tendency for sure. But whenever it comes to or came to public speaking, uh, that was not anything I was interested in doing at all. And now it's basically my full-time occupation. And so it's amazing just how... Whenever we uh, submit to the Spirit, whenever we say, okay, you know, God, do what you want to do with my life, whatever that may be, uh, just how much He can work through that and and how different your life can be and how much better, ultimately, as a result. Uh, and we see here, secondly, as well, that God works for the greatest good. Uh, as, as, as we look at, at Acts chapter 2, or as you've got your, your Bible there in front of you, uh, and, and Peter's sermon, he immediately in, connects you know, the extraordinary events of Pentecost to the prophecy of Joel. Now, this connection, you know, what it does is it underscores the divine orchestration of God's plan. It's saying that, that God has planned out the death of Jesus um, from far beyond what just simply happened. Here, what Peter is emphasizing is that that what is happening is not by chance. It's not just a mere coincidence or anything of the sort like that, but rather that it is a fulfillment of God's purpose. This is really an important lesson for us today. that, That God is at work in our lives, even in the most unexpected and astonishing ways. And so no matter what is transpiring in our lives, no matter where you find yourself in, know that it is not by accident. And if you're someone who is hurting or or suffering, know that that it is not pointless, that it is not meaningless. 
But God, as he promised in his word in Romans 8, 28 and 29, that he is working all things out, it says, to work, or he's causing all things to work together for good and to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. For those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to become conformed to the image of his Son. You see, everything that happens in our lives on an individual level is helping us to become more like Jesus. That's what it means, is that we're becoming conformed to the image of a son, that we're becoming more like Jesus. And really what that means and what that looks like for us is that we are, are adopting one of the fruits of the spirits from Galatians 5, 22 and 23. And so whether you're growing in love or self-control or patience or kindness or gentleness or, or whatever it may be, Know that God is using that to help you become more like Jesus. That there is a purpose behind it. And so we should constantly be seeking to discern God's purposes in the events and experiences that we encounter. That we shouldn't just chalk everything up to chance but say, Okay, God, I know you're at work here. And even though I may not understand, I can be thankful. And we can know that God works for the greatest good. And there are some really difficult things that happen in our lives, too. Things that we don't understand, things that that are beyond our comprehension. Uh, Things that are difficult. And Peter here, uh, he does not shy away from addressing the crucifixion of Jesus. Here he is emphasizing that it was part of God's plan. And, and, And he specifically, boldly even proclaims the resurrection as a pivotal moment showcasing the power of God to overcome even death. Now, let me read to you verse 24, where it says, But God raised him from the dead, putting an end to the agony of death, since it was impossible for him to be held in its power. We should remember here that the heart of the Christian message is that the death and the resurrection of Christ. For it is through his sacrifice that we can find salvation and hope Hope beyond whatever this world may have. And that if Jesus can conquer death, then what else stands in our way? Uh, I'm always encouraged whenever I read the promises of Romans 8. Uh, But here specifically, I'm going to read to you verses 38 and 39, where it says, For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from the love of God, That is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen and amen. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. And that is only possible because of the death of Jesus. You see, most people, we say death is a bad thing. But here in in Christ, we can see that death really was a good thing to happen for us. And that without the death of Jesus, we never would have been able to be reconciled back to God. We We never would have been able to be rejoined with him. And so God truly does work out all things together for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. And so we can praise him for anything and everything then in our lives. The fourth thing that we see in here is the promise of the Holy Spirit. In verse 33, it says, Therefore, since he has been exalted at the right hand of God and has received the promise of the Holy Spirit from the Father, that he has poured out this which you both see and hear. One of the most significant aspects here of Peter's sermon in Acts chapter 2 is the promise of the Holy Spirit. 
What Peter here is doing is he is assuring the crowd that the gift of the Holy Spirit is available to all who believe. The Holy Spirit is, an, uh, is not only an extor- historical event, but it's really an ongoing reality of every believer. You know, that the Holy Spirit is something that we all get to see and experience and feel just as they did uh, 2,000 years ago at Pentecost. Now, the Holy Spirit, what it does is it empowers us for the Christian journey. It, it guides us, it comforts us, and it equips us for God's good work. The Holy Spirit does so many good and wonderful things for us, and I'm sure that's something that we'll look at at some point in time. But fifthly and finally, I want us to also to find our hope in Christ. Verse 36, it says, Therefore let all of Israel know for certain that God has made him both Lord and Christ, this Jesus whom you have crucified. See, Peter's message here, it culminates in the declaration that God has made Jesus both Lord and Messiah. And really what this is, is the climax, if you will, of the sermon. So that Jesus, whom the crowd had crucified, whom they have killed and, 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 and had him die a, a sinner's death, a criminal's death, is now exalted to the right hand of God. That this Jesus, he is Lord and he is our Messiah. That in Christ we can find our hope, our our purpose, and our identity. We serve a risen Savior who reigns over all, and then we can place our trust in Him. That He is worthy, He is powerful, and that He died on the cross for you. And so as we conclude today, I want us to remember that Peter's Pentecost preaching here that it serves as a powerful reminder of the transformational work of the Holy Spirit in the life of a, be- of a believer. That the fulfillment of God's prophetic promises and his life-changing message of Jesus Christ. Let us continue to seek after this boldness of the Spirit, to trust in God's divine plan, and embrace the hope found in the crucified and risen Christ. We hope that you have been inspired and encouraged and enlightened by the power of God's Word today. Before we go, we want to remind you to stay connected with our church community, that you can find us on Facebook or visit our website at shelbinafbc.com. You're more than welcome, of course, to attend any one of our Sunday services at 10.15 a.m. if you're in the area. We're here to support you and your faith journey every step of the way. And if you've enjoyed our podcast, please consider leaving a review and sharing it with others who also might benefit from God's Word. Your support means the world to us and helps us reach even more people with the love of Christ. Until next time, may God's blessings be upon you and may your faith continue to flourish. Goodbye, and remember that you are never alone on this journey of grace and growth.